Father, that's what we want desperately, more than anything else, just to be absolutely, completely yours. Lord, we want every piece of our life to be under your hand and your direction, and especially, Lord, under your grace. Forgive us for the short, the times we fall short, for the times we fail, for the times we know we should and we don't. And we ask today, just give us such strength and courage that we can stand, that we can stand out, that we can stand up, that we can stand for the long haul, knowing that you are a God who always does what's right and good and best. And so, Lord, today, we give you everything that we are, trusting you and knowing you are faithful. We do this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Just go ahead and have a seat. We're in our series, Stand, and uh, today it's about standing strong. Uh, Next week, it's going to be about standing firm in faith, okay? So hope you're here for that. But uh, this week, stand strong. So far, if you remember, we started out by saying, hey, uh, we, like Daniel, are uh, supposed to be a people who just uh, stand out, right? And the simple thing is, if you stand out, you're going to stand out. Remember that? If you stand out, you're going to stand out. God's going to put his hand on you, you're going to stand out. And when you stand out, you're going to have to stand up for what you believe, right? But remember, you do that gently, humbly, and lovingly. That's kind of the summary, right, where we are. So we follow now with stand strong, because here's the deal. Whenever you stand out, and whenever you uh, stand up, you're going to be put in a situation where you need to be able to exercise spiritual strength and stand strong. And we see that from Daniel. We're going to be in Daniel 6 today. So if you brought your Bibles, Daniel 6 is the chapter. Uh, If you got your apps, get going. Get that thing out there. Uh, Don't check your email. Go to Daniel 6 and, uh, right, uh, do that. And then, uh, you know, if nothing else, grab the insert, right? You won't have all of Daniel 6 there, but you'll see the verses we're going to highlight and uh, there's some stuff you may want to grab a pen for today and circle and underline because there's some really some awesome things to learn today, okay? So, Daniel 6. And what's happened, uh, remember, in Daniel is uh, Daniel, as a teenager, was ripped away from his homeland, from his family, from the temple, from everything that was important and valued and secure in his life, and he was exiled to Babylon. Uh, in Daniel 6... Daniel now is serving his third king, okay? There's been three kings, Nebuchadnezzar, another guy that was short-lived, and now we're on to Darius the Mede, the third king that Daniel has served. It says Darius the Mede decided to divide the kingdom into 120 provinces, and he appointed a high officer to rule over each province. The king also chose Daniel and two others as ministrators to supervise the high officers and protect the king's interests. So here's what's going on. New king in town, and he reshapes the whole thing, right? 
he uh, shakes up the deck, and so he puts in a new style of management, and his style is management by delegation. And so he establishes 120 of these provinces with one person over each province, and then he establishes three guys to manage the 120. And one of those three guys is Daniel. You're paying attention. Good. It's Daniel, right? He's one of the three. Now this is amazing in and of itself. This shows you God's faithfulness to Daniel because Daniel has been now on to his third king and all the way along the way God has been faithful to him and preserving him to go through these changes in, in kings. This is pretty amazing actually. And so he's on to Darius now and Darius puts him in this position. But remember when you're faithful God is going to be faithful to you and you are going to stand out, right? So look what happens. Daniel soon proved himself more capable than all the other administrators and high officers. Because of Daniel's great ability, the king made plans to place him over the entire empire. What just happened? 120 were ruled by three. Now it's going to be like this. There's 120 who report to two who report to Daniel. <laughs> Right? He just got elevated. Remember when, you, when, you, when you're walking with God, right? You're going to get elevated, right? And so Daniel stands out. And so he gets elevated. Now, here is the key, one of the first key principles we need to get for today, right? From Daniel 6. Whenever you stand out, whenever you get elevated and you stand out, you're going to face opposition. You got to just get that. That's just true for us, right? If you're a Christ follower, you got to know this. Whenever you stand out, right, and you're going to stand out when you're walking with Christ, whenever you stand out, whenever you stand up, you have to understand, expect, and know you will face opposition. Daniel stands out, he gets elevated. He's been standing up for his faith, he gets elevated. And what happens? Now the two. Who are, who are going to stay in that number two slot while Daniel goes into the number one slot, those two get together and they now devise a plan to get rid of Daniel. Daniel is going to face opposition. The other administrators, the high officers, began searching for some fault in the way Daniel was handling governmental affairs. But they couldn't find anything to criticize or condemn. He was faithful, always responsible, and completely trustworthy. Did they give up? No. They're in opposition. It's a principle. Whenever you stand out, whenever you stand up, you are going to face opposition. See, when you're, when you're with a friend who's been captured by the darkness and you start witnessing to them and you start encouraging them and their life starts changing and their life starts moving toward Christ, you know what it's moving away from? all those other people that have been influencing them in the darkness, what are those people going to do? They're going to rise up in opposition. When you're out there making a witness for Christ and you're influencing other people and you, through the Holy Spirit, are that vehicle God uses to create life change in somebody else's life, as that's occurring and they start getting drawn more and more to Christ, those that are in their background, right, in that circle, they're going to rise up in opposition. They're not going to want to let them go. You just need to know that when you stand out, expect, understand opposition will 
come. We should get this. Christians, Christ followers, if you're there, we should just know this, right? First Peter, uh, again, First Peter writing to Christians who are under persecution. He says, dear friends, so he's talking to the Christ followers, right? Dear friends, don't be surprised at the fiery trials you're going through as if something strange were happening to you. Instead, be very glad, for these trials make you partners with Christ in his suffering so that you'll have the wonderful joy of seeing his glory when it's revealed to all the world. Did you notice what he said in the very beginning? As if this were something strange, that suffering or opposition, as if that's somehow something strange. Well, if it's not something strange, what is it? Something usual or normal, right? That's... That's what he's saying. See, look, for us, when when you stand out, when you stand up for your faith, you need to understand this is usual and normal. You are going to experience opposition. It's just going to come against you. And it's not just the opposition of other people, but Paul says in Ephesians, he broadens the scope of the battlefield, right? And he says, listen, we need to understand we're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. There's more at work in the battlefield. So Christ Church, you need to understand something right now, right? We just, informational session going on upstairs because we uh, let you know that we're in the process of acquiring more land, right? We're expanding, and that means we're going to expand the facility, we're going to expand the kingdom. That means more lives are going to get changed, and you know what else that means? Opposition is going to rise up against us. Got to get ready for that. Just got to understand. The more we expand the territory, the more we expand the kingdom here, the more that we influence people's lives towards Christ, the greater the opposition is going to come. Why? Because we're stealing people out of the darkness. And the darkness don't like that. It will rise up against us. We just got to know it. We just got to anticipate it, expect it. If it's not happening in your life, then you need to rethink whether you're standing out enough, right? You just got to know. If you stand out, if you stand up, opposition is going to come. So what happens with Daniel? Opposition comes. They couldn't find anything wrong in his business dealings. And so what do they do? They conclude our only chance of finding grounds for accusing Daniel will be in connection with the rules of his religion. Where are they going to attack him? In his faith. They're going to attack him in his walk. They're going to go after him in his walk. Young people, listen for a minute. You ready? When you're in high school over there and you are witnessing to Christ and you're reading your Bible in the library and you're walking faithfully, you're going to have opposition. And guess where they're going to try to attack you most? In your faith. They're going to try to get you to compromise your faith. They will. Hey, it's a big party. Everybody's going. Yeah, there's going to be some stuff going on, but it doesn't really matter. It's okay. It won't influence you. Just come on along. You know the story, right? They're going to try to compromise you and attack you in your faith. That's the way it works. When you stand out and when you stand up for what is right, what you believe, 
opposition will come. And its place of attack most likely will be in your faith. Because the world knows. The world knows and the world believes and the world promotes what? Those Christ follower, Christian type people, they say one thing and do another. You know that. What is that? That's from the attack on our faith. That's what it is. The attack on our faith. We need to understand when we stand out, when we stand up, opposition will come against us. So the question becomes, right? Okay, we all agree on this, by the way? We're there, right? If that's true, if that's the way it is, we see this in Daniel, how do we deal with that? That's what today is about. How do we stand strong? How do we stand strong if we know that's going to happen? Now, i got to be honest with you. You are not going to be surprised by the answer. This is it's not going to like, whoa, I've never heard pastors say that before. Wow, that is really insightful stuff. Sorry. This is not going to surprise you, right? Because what you're going to hear is what works. I mean, what you're going to hear is what you already know to be true. You, you, Daniel, six. When Daniel learned that the law had been signed, so what's the law? So what happens? These two guys go to Darius the king, and they butter him up. That's the Greek word, butter him up. No, it's a Hebrew word, butter him up. Uh, right? So they go butter him up, right? I don't know how you butter up a king, but they tried, and they did. They succeeded, right? Darius, oh man, you are the most awesome king. That other guy, the one before and the one before, they were nothing compared to you. You are so incredible, Darius, my gosh. In fact, you are so awesome. You are so incredible. And everybody agrees, all the leaders agree, that you are so incredible that we should take 30 days, and you should just make a law for 30 days that nobody in the kingdom can pray to anybody else or to any other God except you, man, because you are Mr. Awesome. Darius kind of likes what he hears and says, yeah, <laughs> signs it in the law. So now we get a law that says nobody can pray to anybody else or any other God for 30 days except to Darius. Trouble is, you got Daniel. And he knows a truth about how you stand strong. How you stand out and how you stand up is based on how you stand strong. What does he do? So Daniel, even though he knew the law had been signed, he went home and he knelt down as usual. Say it. Knelt down as usual. Underline it, circle it, highlight it. I don't care what it takes. you got to walk out today knowing that phrase. He knelt down as Usual. He knelt down as usual in his upstairs room with its windows open toward Jerusalem and he prayed three times, three times a day, just as he's always done, giving thanks to his God. How did Daniel stand strong in the midst of the obvious opposition? He did what was usual. He did what was usual in his life. What was usual? Daniel understood a simple biblical truth. You can't stand up and you can't stand out until you first kneel down. Did you get that? That's awesome good, by the way. Think about that. You can't stand out and you can't stand up 
until you first kneel down. That's the way it is. You see, he knelt down as usual. As usual. He knelt down. And because he knelt down as usual three times a day, because he was in conversation with God as usual three times a day, he could stand up when things got tough. That's it. That's it. Now is when you clap. No, I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, that, that's it. That's awesome, incredible. Think about that. Think about that. You know what that means. Unless you're in daily devotions and prayer, unless you surround yourself with other hardcore Christ followers every week, and unless you come to worship every week, you can't stand strong. He did it, as usual, three times a day. That's where our strength comes from. That's where it comes from. Because as usual, as usual, we take in the strength and the power we don't have ourselves. It gets poured into us. It gets soaked into us. We saturate it from other Christians. We soak in a strength because as usual, we are always in the Word. As usual, we're surrounded by the power of other Christians and their compassion. As usual, we're gathering together and we're worshiping, thanking and praising and coming to the table. As usual, we get fed and encouraged and we just know the truth. As usual. And then you stand. When you kneel down, you're in a position to be able to stand up. If you look at 1 Peter, Peter was talking again to those persecuted Christians. He said, these trials will show that your faith is genuine. It's being tested as fire tests and purifies gold, though your, though your faith is far more precious than mere gold. So when your faith remains strong through many trials, it will bring you much praise and glory and honor on the day of Jesus Christ. So in your faith, right, through much trials, what is your faith going to bring you? It's going to keep you strong, and it's going to bring you praise and glory and honor. That's what it did for Daniel. He just did as usual. He was on his knees. Because he was on his knees, he could stand up, and he could stand out, and he could stay strong. Jesus knows this. He goes to his 12 disciples, and he tells them a story. But he tells the story, and it gives us the reason why he tells the story. Now remember, he tells it to the 12 disciples. What happened to these guys? Would you say they had a little opposition in their life? To the point that all of them are martyred, right? It says, one day Jesus told his disciples a story. Why did he tell it? To show that they should always pray and never give up. If you always pray, you can stand strong. There's the formula. If you always pray, you can stand strong. Paul would say, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need. Thank him for all he has done. Then you'll experience God's peace which exceeds anything that we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and your minds as you live usually, always in Christ Jesus. You see how it works? Daniel, by the way, didn't just make this up on his own. This as usual and this praying three times a day. He didn't make it up on his own. He got it from the Word. He got it from the Word. Now, hopefully today, 
you've been hearing the Word, right? You've been seeing what's on the screens. You're looking at the Word, right? What is the Word telling you? The way you stand strong is you've got to do what's usual. You've got to be in devotions. You've got to be with other Christ followers, and you've got to be in worship, right? It's in the Word. It's in the Word. Daniel got it from the Word. Psalm 55, morning, noon, and night, I cry out in my distress, and the Lord hears my voice. Morning, noon, and night, three times a day, Daniel prayed. Because he prayed three times a day, he was on his knees three times a day, he could stand strong. That's it. Three times a day, as usual, and you stand strong. What does that translate then into? Well, for Daniel, right, he stood out and he stood up, and now he's able to stand strong in the face of the opposition. And that opposition got difficult and life-threatening. These guys decide they want to get rid of him. They mean they want to get rid of him. And so they have the rule, and the outcome of anybody that violates the rule, praying to, Dar praying to somebody besides Darius for 30 days means they have to go into the lion's den, right? They become lion food. Darius is stuck. He made the law. He loves Daniel, but he made the law, and the law is the law is the law. And so ultimately it says, so at last the king gave orders for Daniel to be arrested and thrown into the den of lions. The king said to him, may your God whom you serve so faithfully rescue you. This is so fascinating. This is King Darius. Did you look at King Darius's words? He's a pagan. He doesn't believe in God. And yet what has he seen in Daniel? May your God whom you serve so, how? As usual. Do you see it? You see it? As usual. Darius, now, this is incredible, follow. Darius the pagan sees and understands the possibility that Daniel's God could rescue Daniel from lions. That's amazing. That's amazing. You see, when we stand strong, when we stand out and we stand up and we stand strong, there's a witness that gets made, and people will see it. Those people that are coming against us, those people that we've been bringing along in life change and bringing towards Christ, they will see the witness. Daniel stands strong, and of course that means for him, he goes into the lion's den. Now, I always love pictures of Daniel in the lion's den. Have you ever noticed how the pictures, when they do Daniel's in, in the lion's den, it's like Daniel's there, and it's just like, oh, hey, little lion, hi. You know, it's like, let's pet the lion. You ever notice that? This is not my picture. I don't know about This is not my picture, right? I mean, Daniel doesn't know what God is going to do before he goes into the den. He has no clue the outcome. He doesn't know. All he knows is he's going into the den. Now, what's significant? Daniel, by this time, is probably around 80 years old. Remember, when he was a teenager, what happened? He was ripped from his homeland. He was ripped from the temple. He was ripped from his family, and he was exiled in Babylon. And God's favor was on him, and he stood out, and he stood up. And he's been doing that as usual. And he's been receiving God's faithfulness and God's favor his whole life. 
And so when he gets to that point where he's going to become lion food, he just trusts that God is going to do whatever is right and best. He doesn't know the outcome. He just trusts God is going to do whatever is right and whatever is best. And that's where we stand. That's where we stand. We stand strong because we get off of our knees and we just know from knowing who God is and what God has done in Jesus Christ that no matter what, God is going to be faithful and he's going to do whatever is right and he's going to do whatever is best. That's it. For Daniel, what was right and best is the lion's mouths were closed and he survives the experience. But we got to be careful. Got to be honest, right? That's what happened for Daniel because that's what was right and best for Daniel's situation. You got to remember there's a lot of Christians from generation to generation that became lion food, right? We don't always know what's best and right. We may not get the rescue that we think is right and best. We stand strong in a faith and a knowledge that just says, listen, God is faithful. God will do whatever is right and whatever is best. He's going to do whatever is right and whatever is best. For Daniel, he closed the mouths of the lions and he saves uh, Daniel from the lion's den. King Darius gets up early the next morning. He hurries out to the den. He calls out in anguish. He says, Daniel, servant of the living God. This is the pagan. From the pagan's mouth. Look what he's saying. Daniel, servant of the living God, was your God whom you serve so faithfully able to rescue you from the lion's den? That's our question. If you stand out and if you stand up, you're going to have opposition. If you've been on your knees, you're going to be able to stand up and stand strong and just know before the question or the circumstance even gets to its completion that God will do whatever is right and whatever is best. In Daniel's case, he's rescued. And look at the outcome. This is incredible. Look at the outcome. Then King Darius sent this message to the people of every race and nation and language throughout the world. Peace and prosperity to you. I decree that everyone throughout my kingdom should tremble with fear before the God of... Is that awesome or what? God did what was right and best, not simply for Daniel. God always does what's right and best for the cause of the kingdom. That's more important than my life. That's more important than your life. Whatever is right and best for the kingdom. Before this thing is over, King Darius the pagan is telling everybody in his kingdom what? Daniel's God? Oh, that, that is a God worth following. Daniel's God? That is a faithful God. Daniel's God? That is a God who is an incredible God who can do incredible things like save people from the mouths of lions. Listen, I know some of you today are struggling. You've got some lions out there, and you can't control what they're saying about you you can't control what they're doing to you. You can't control those lions that are trying to rip some of your life up. But I want you to know you can stand strong. 
you can stand strong. In spite of everything they do, you can weather it. You can stand strong because your God is faithful. And he will do whatever is right, and he will do whatever is best. And all you have to do, let it go and kneel down. Let it go and kneel down. And when you kneel down, you're going to be able to stand out, stand up, and stand strong. Let's pray. Father, thank you. Thank you for being the God that you are. You are faithful. You are good. You know the struggles that we face. You know there's lions out there. You know there's people who say hurtful and do hurtful things. You know that the opposition is going to rise up against us. And yet, Lord, you do everything right and good. And so today we ask, help us to just take this in. Like Daniel, just listen to the word. Help us to take it in today. Help us to get into the usual, the usual of just being in prayer with you, the usual of, of just being in the strength of other Christ followers, the, the usual of being able to be in this room and feel you and know you and understand you, taste you, to be those people that understand that we are forgiven and that our lives belong to you absolutely and completely just like being thrown into that den. So, Lord, we give ourselves to you now, and we ask on our knees, do whatever is right, do whatever is best, that your kingdom would win out. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.